Hi, my name is Shirley Bilson, and I'm your host for the Revelation podcast. This podcast is about reinvention, courageous goal setting, and inclusive thinking for results. It's a mix of personal journey, reinvention stories, strategies, and exploring the critical role of what goes on between your ears, taking a conscious look at unconscious thinking. Always remember, if you jump in deep enough, you don't have time to be scared. Good morning, podcast listeners. So I, I had a specific plan of what I was going to do today. And then I thought, oh, no, as I always do, I'll shelve that and I'll do that another day. And so what I wanted to share today, and purely for totally selfish uh, reasons, is the eulogy that I wrote for my mum for her funeral. And this is clearly of really of no interest to me, uh, to me, sorry, to anyone but me uh, and maybe my family. But, you know, it's I, I just want to record it kind of in perpetuity, I suppose, through the podcast. I was, although I wrote it, I wasn't able to deliver it at the funeral. I <laughs> that's beyond me. And I also feel that the funeral is one place where for me personally, you know, where I've been holding it all together, getting things done, making things happen. It was an opportunity to just just be a grieving member of the family. And so uh, the guy that took the funeral and read all the poems and the eulogy was absolutely marvellous. But here's my reading of it. And let's hope I can get through it, eh? Okay, so my mum was my mum, but I'm just going to read the eulogy as it was written. Pat wasn't actually Pat at all. She was Florence, or Flory, to her close family and friends. She acquired the name Pat because a one-time boyfriend decided he didn't like the name Florence and rechristened her Pat. It stuck. Pat, Flory, was born in Dublin, Ireland, Dunleary, to be precise, and she was always precise about that kind of thing. Despite spending almost her entire life in England and being married to an Englishman, she always regarded Ireland as home and often longed to be in Dublin, where her extended family remain. She had a special trip there for her 80th birthday and again with her grandson Robert not long after. Pat was loved by so many because of her smile, her enduring good humour and dogged persistence, no matter what hardships she endured, and above all, for her laughter. She never could tell a funny story without breaking into fits of hysterical laughter, as did everybody else. Her family and friends never knew what the punchline was, but everyone laughed until their sides hurt just the same. Though only five foot one and three quarter inches, again, very precise, if Pat wanted something done, it would happen come hell or high water, Many was the time her family would return home from work or school to find the entire living room rearranged, heavy furniture and all. She was extremely determined. That determination was a hallmark of her personality and meant, despite being cruelly struck down by stroke in her 70s, just four years after the death of her husband George, she doggedly worked to maintain her independence her right arm and leg were virtually paralysed, yet she was prone to venture a quarter of a mile up the street from her home on Love Lane, one 
tiny step at a time in order to post a letter. Strangers concerned for this frail lady would try to help her home, but she would firmly explain that she didn't need any help. It was her way of building strength in her muscles because she always believed she would regain her mobility if she just worked hard enough at it. Sadly, that wasn't to be the case. However, it sometimes seemed as if maybe leprechauns were acting as secret helpers because she could still make a perfect bed. No one ever worked out how. She worked as a bookkeeper for most of her working life, but was also dedicated to caring for her family. Yet her fierce streak of independence meant that in 1975, when she was 49 years old, she ventured on a solo trip to the USA, touring from city to city by Greyhound bus. Her teenage years were spent during the war and her memories of the time were fond ones. She often talked of how much she loved to dance and her family remember how her singing filled the family home, even though it wasn't always appreciated at the time. She acquired a love for country music and would sometimes go to concerts on her own, returning home filled with joy from the experience. She had a soft spot for all animals and especially dogs. In retirement, she had a huge number of interests, including a passion for machine knitting. After George died and before the stroke, she always seemed to be busy. She played badminton, went line dancing, attended creative writing classes, was a member of the local archaeology society, who were always on some jolly or other that had little to do with archaeology. Even after the stroke, she had a great number of friends who could come by and read her the paper, do a crossword puzzle or jigsaw puzzle together. She had a brother, Jim, who sadly died in 1990. She is survived by her three children, Shirley, Bill and Rick. She was a special lady and dearly loved by many. And that was the eulogy for my mum. And there's so much, I don't know if you've ever had to write something like this, so much you want to say about a person that encapsulates as best you can who they really were. And I know I've missed stuff out, you know, I missed out things like how much she loved the countryside, how much she loved birds. Um, So many stories I could have told, you know, we could have been there for hours, but it doesn't really matter because we hold all of that, each of us, our own personal stories of, you know, who someone is, someone was, and they remain that person forever, you know, kind of locked all those stories inside. So I'm going to close there uh, before I start making myself feel (laughs) emotional again. I think, I think we've had enough of that. But that's for my mum, that's the eulogy for my mum, who was called Pat. Everyone who knew her in, in the last, goodness knows how many years, knew her as Pat, but her name was Florence and her certainly her family in Ireland knew her as Flory. So this episode is for anyone who knew her, anyone who didn't know her, and it's a little tribute, my version of a tribute to my mum.
So thank you for listening and I'll speak to you on another podcast tomorrow. Bye for now. Thank you.